Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Good evening, uh, Elder Shank, I think. God bless you. Possible Griffin, how are you tonight? All right. Here we go again on the Apostles' Roundtable. Yes. One more time. Next month will be two years. Really? Hmm? I said really. Yes. Yes, I believe it would be two years next month. Yes. Next month's only two days away. Well, yeah, at the end of um, this week of uh, August 2013. Mm-hmm. Are you all going to be home in the morning? Uh, like 10 or so? Yeah, we should be all here. Unless Gail's going to work out, I'm not sure. You coming over? Well, I don't know. Um, I understand uh, from the email. Um, just sit down and talk to Judy. Yeah. That should work out okay. Did you also get the uh, uh, message about a, a meeting tomorrow at 6? Yes, I did. Um, it's 8 o'clock, uh, so uh, uh, we thank the Lord for the um, roundtable again. And uh, Elder Shank, we're just going to ask you to pray, please. Yes. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to get together before your throne and discuss things of the kingdom of God. Lord, we just ask you to bless this time, that it would be beneficial and that you would be glorified and get all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, we thank the Lord for this uh, wonderful evening and... uh... The uh, opportunity to uh, share on this teleconference call on the Apostles' Roundtable. It is uh, just us at this time. Okay. I'm going to be um, uh, talking tonight. Um, well, it's kind of open, but um, the web developer has uh, kind of released the uh, website with some glitches, so I'm going to 
kind of browse the website and tell the people how, you know, we're going to use uh, the website as a kind of a central focus mm-hmm. everybody, whether they're in Africa or Uganda or or Texas or Cleveland or Maple Heights. And um, do you have a pen and, and or pencil and piece of paper? Well, you get you have it. You already have the email. You already have the website address. Oh, okay. Because I sent that to you, but uh, now there's more information I think in it. Okay. But um, we have some somebody just called in, and we thank God for you. Is that Sister Shane? No, it's uh, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. God bless you. How are you? Okay. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, Brenda, you know, uh, you came to my mind this evening. Uh, oh. You know, there's going to be a uh, crusade. Do you remember seeing uh, Pastor Green at church, light-skinned, kind of heavy-set lady? Pastor yes. Green? She's putting on a crusade in August, August 13th and 14th. And oh. Luke Easter Park. And... Um, from what I understand from reading, this Saturday at 10 o'clock, they're going to have some training for ushers and um, choir members. And if oh. you're interested in uh, participating and uh, helping to usher, they're going to be offering training. They're going to be offering uh, training um, for that. And if you are, I guess I could look up. I don't remember where. I could look oh. that up. And see where that's uh, located. Well, okay, long as they don't, long as they don't do windows. <laughs> well, they might. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me, um, uh, as we uh, are waiting for people to come on the round table, let me um, find this information. Also, uh, Brenda, if you have a pen or a piece of pen or pencil and piece of paper, I want you to write the website, uh, our new website, down. Okay. Tell me when you're I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. It's um, equipping men. E Q U I P P I N G M I N. Equipping uh-huh. men. Uh huh. Dot org. Oh, dot org. Okay. Equippingmen.org. That's our new website. And oh. uh, also, you can write this down if you're interested. Okay. Uh, uh, the training is at 10 o'clock. No, 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 no. Excuse me. I'm sorry. My, my mistake. Training is at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 4455 Lee Road. Twenty four fifty five Lee Road, that's at Pillar of Faith Church. Okay. Okay, that's forty four fifty five Lee Road. Yeah. Uh Pillar of Faith Church. Pillar of Faith, yes. Okay. Well I'll try to find someone that may be going. That's this Saturday. 
This Saturday, yes. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for uh, others to call in, um, but uh, um, I'm going to kind of go over the website when people come in and mm. so that they can see what is available and how we can communicate better and be a place of resource and information for um, people. Uh, Shank, they're coming on slow tonight. Yes, sir. While I'm waiting, um, anybody have anything they want to discuss? On round two? Um, I was just wondering, um, uh, had you thought about a, um, a helps auxiliary? Well, there's not enough people. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, what what are we mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um. Usually, it, it seems that uh, people can continue doing what they've always done. Well, um, I might have some uh, Ministry of Helps classes or something like that, but uh, I understand what you're saying. Um, uh, I'll, I'll think about that, and uh, we can always discuss it. Okay. If you remind me, we can discuss it and talk about that. You know, if you get the book, you can read about what it is and see what mm-hmm. um, see what it entails and whatever. And, and uh, uh, it helps uh, revolves around lots of different um, uh, things that can be done in a ministry in a church. Okay. Um, so anyway, if you uh, go on the website, if anybody goes on the website, mm-hmm. they're going to find out that once you get on the website, there's going to be a mailing uh, oh. list. It's going to have something called mailing list, and you put email address in there, log in, and and somewhere down the road, we're going to have to set somebody up, Elder Shank, to manage uh, all of this to be. Uh, deal with communications and whatever. Yes. One thing about it, Elder Shane. Yes, Brenda? No, I didn't say anything. Uh, so uh, one thing about it, Saints, is that um, people uh, all over the world can be, would be able to uh, uh, go into the mailing list and we'll be able to communicate with um, people um, as we've done before through Facebook where we do it through the web we'll be able to do it through the website. The website becomes a central focus, uh like a command center, if you will, for the ministry. And wow, that's great. It, yes it is. And um there's a opportunity to write some blogs in there, Elder Shank. Mhm. So if you want to start uh doing some writing and you know, Maddie can. I don't. I don't know how, but Maddie will be able to. Uh, none of us know how to yet. The website developer has to train us. 
you can get into the be part whenever the training is you be part of the training and we can see how we can uh, load in um blogs that are on cool. the uh, website that sounds interesting yes yes as a matter of fact uh i think it was last night yeah i think it was last night uh Cheryl Pastor Cheryl Hickson uh sent me a blog, a draft of a blog of a ministry she's starting. Mhm. And uh she did her hers on WordPress. But um thank God for whoever came on. Is that such a shame? No, she's she's doing something in the kitchen. God bless you, Apostle Griffin. God bless you. This is Pastor Richard Nickerson. Dr. Nickerson, God bless you, sir. Bless you. Uh, Welcome to the roundtable tonight. Amen. I may have to drop off early, uh, but it changed my mind, so I wanted to join for the time that I could. Okay, we appreciate you being on. Um, do you have a piece of paper and pen, Pastor Nickerson? Do I? Yes. Can you? Are you able to write something down? I'm not. I'm driving. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we're here talking about the website and how we're going to um, – it's kind of released, like 99%. It's released, but there's a few errors or whatever. Uh, okay. It's, we're going to use it as a source of communication. Um, a central focus of EMFI and um, the uh, website address is equipping equipping min dot org. Okay. Min dot org. And um, we you were just that's talking. Up and running. Is that What's up that? and running now? Yes, it's up and running now. Okay. And. Um, we were just talking about the section where it has blogs. And uh, so uh, it's going to be a place where, you know, people will be able to put, uh, will allow people to put blogs in. Of course, uh, I'm just kind of going over it. Uh, uh, of course, there's opportunity for people to volunteer, uh, become an EMFI volunteer and uh, of course, uh, online giving, and we have a link for the Bible College, the uh, Bible College. Um, okay. And so, um, um, also, also, there's going to be a there's a media page and an event page. There's like 17 pages on this website. Wow, that's a lot. And um, yes, for $695 per year uh, to create, it costs us 695 to create it. Okay, okay. And I can't wait to see. It. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Give me. Um, Um, one second. So uh, let me just get off of it for a moment. 
So, Pastor Nickerson, give us some feedback from the conference. Um, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was wonderful. Um, we were blessed to be a part and participate and to uh, meet other members of the body operating in their duly appointed administrative gifts. I believe the consecration was uh, all that the Lord intended it to be. And uh, it was it was great. I'm looking forward to the to the next, you know, EMFI joint venture or event, whether that be a conference next year or something um, in between. It was good to be in fellowship with uh, brothers and sisters of like mind and like spirit um, and like passion for the kingdom. It was wonderful, wonderful. You also met some of the uh, uh, our brethren from up north, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. It was, how was that, it was, how is that culture? How, how did the culture affect you? How does their culture affect me? No, no. How, you know, just um, being around. Have you been around uh, Jamaican Christians a lot? Pat no, leaders, I have not. Leadership? No, no, I have not. You know, I mean, I think they, from from what I can, uh, from what I could perceive, you know, is is wonderful to see that they love the Lord and um, they were um, genuine in spirit. Yes. Yep, they were genuine. I believe they have a a genuine love and respect for for you, which was uh, evident by their attendance in, you know, in word and in deed meaning they had positive things to say, um, and they obviously showed um, their love and respect and, and admiration for you, and that was a that was a blessing. I, I can't wait to get to Toronto. Do you have a passport? I do. You do? I do. So um, um, I'm speaking to... Uh, anyone on the call, I know Brenda's on the call, I think, at this point. We have a low turnout tonight, and uh, Elder Shank's on the call. He's been there, and um, Elder uh, Shank, I believe, Bishop, we're waiting on Bishop Banton to uh, send some information about September, about his meeting in September. And okay. If it's the right, if, if it's the right time, we'll be in Toronto at, it, it'll probably be in the middle of September, um, uh, a Friday or Saturday or so, and it's a you know a short trip. Uh, have you been? To, I'm sure you've been to Toronto before, or no? No, no. They told me that the the drive is only about uh, six hours. Is that right? Six seven hours? Yeah, five or five and a half. You know, people like myself. Okay, maybe they were talking about their bus trip. Took a little longer. But that's uh, no, I, no, that's uh, that's the, you're you're right. That is a short trip. It's like going to Chicago from here. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Or Indianapolis. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um, um, the Jamaican churches, if you will, uh, they have what they call meetings. They they call them meetings. It's like a mini um, uh, conference, if you will. Uh, 
like a three, four, five day kind of uh, gathering meeting, and sometimes they'll have some things during the day, and of course night service, and they invite uh, different people in, and that's why you heard uh, Bishop um, Atlam talking about he had to go three or four places. He was visiting, he was going to different meetings. They, uh, the Jamaican culture is very, I might as well just talk about this, the Jamaican culture is very um, high on fellowship. They believe okay. in fellowship. They believe in fellowship. Uh, that's why you see them coming uh, to Cleveland is because I always support them. You know, whenever they call, I'm there. And they believe in reciprocity, if you will. They believe that people are, if they like you, if, you, if, if I can say it like that, yeah. and, uh, uh, if you support them, they will come and support you. They They physically come. They bring finances. You know they 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 will they believe in they believe in fellowship and they're very passionate for um, the Lord and uh, you know just wonderful you know just wonderful brothers and uh, sisters they are um, um, you know but um, um, you know they have certain uh, things they do that you know we're not so accustomed to. Uh, like in head coverings and so on and so forth, which, you know, is no problem to me. Uh, when I uh, I went, Pastor Nickerson, I went to one service, and the uh-huh. bishop said to me, because my wife came, and without she didn't wear a hat, and they said, that if your wife don't wear a hat, some bishops won't listen to you. But that was maybe like six, seven years ago, and um, I think... Uh, most of them are moving away from being that st- stringent or okay. legal, legal, if you will. So uh, just thank the Lord even for them. So actually tonight I'm just um, um, glorifying God. Amen. Just want to, I have a praise report uh, to all. I finished my final paper today. I sent it in. And uh, my, my uh, uh, tuition was paid for today. Uh, by someone, and uh, so I'm waiting to go to uh, Florida, to God be the glory, to receive my doctorate degree. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory, and, um, you know, everything happened in one day. Uh, It it was paid off, and... uh, um, Got the paper ten in, so it was it was a relief. So what I thought to do, Amen tonight, was actually to just kind of share about the website, uh, if you will. I'm, I'm not really here to teach or whatever, just to kind of share with everybody that um, about the website and how we want to use it for events, information. For example, uh, it'll be on there October seventeenth. There's going to be a um, Kind of a gathering, uh, uh, Pastor Nickerson, for everybody to come together. Because we're going to remember, we're going to do it at. Uh, uh, I think we said we were thinking about going out to the Hollands and do this consecration. And Elder Shank, okay. I'd like to, I'd like to talk to you um, um, when I see you next about uh, inside uh, 660 about who you can uh, would think we should uh, consecrate the main consecration, uh, the main person. Being consecrated here, of course, is uh, 
uh, Pastor Nickerson's wife, uh, Prophet uh, Christy Nickerson. That'll be the main. That'll be the main focus of the consecration and affirmation. Um, there will be some other people um, set aside, consecrated, in uh, some various uh, 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 callings. But mainly, uh, we want to uh, consecrate Prophet Christie, and we want to uh, put it out there uh, soon, so people can come up and uh, participate uh, in that, and so we can get the word out. And I know Pastor Nickerson, you want to get that word out to everybody to come. So yes. thank God, even for you. I think Pastor Cheryl just came on. Is that right? God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. Um. Pastor Cheryl would be wonderful one of these days if you get a chance to meet uh, Pastor Nickerson. He's on the call right now. Pastor Nickerson, this is Pastor uh, Cheryl Hickson from uh, Richmond, Indiana. Praise the Lord, Pastor. Praise the Lord. And who am I speaking with? This is the Pastor Nickerson. Oh, okay. Well, praise the Lord, Pastor. How are you? God bless you. I'm fantastic. So this is part of the EMFI family, you know, oh. you're talking to. Okay. Pastor, okay. Pastor Nickerson passes a church in a place called Streetsboro, Ohio. I saw that on the um, on the website. Yes, and uh, it is a place that's kind of near Kent State University. Uh, oh. It, you know, it's, it's very is, – is that right, Pastor? It's kind of close – Maybe like less than a half hour from Kent State or something like that? Yes, we are. Yes. Wonderful. And yeah. he's got a new yeah. work. Um, you can speak for yourself, sir. Go ahead. Share, please. No, share. We, yeah, we've um, been knowing Bishop uh, Apostle Griffin for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and about three years ago, about three years ago, we, my wife and I, started a ministry out in Streetsboro after um, practically being born and raised in the church, if I could say it like that. Mm-hmm. And and um, so the Lord is blessed. And at that time, we we um, apostle. We have a, a very strong spiritual and, and natural relationship. We know all my family very well. And, just from being in ministry and church for okay. for many years, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're out in Streetsboro, Ohio, and uh, married with three children. And, okay. Uh, we're 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 operating where the Lord has us, <laughs> and we're we're excited about what God is doing. Well, I can hear the excitement in your voice. Amen. Amen. So, Pastor Cheryl, um, in October, on October 17th, yes, uh, we're going to have a uh, uh, what I call a concert, affirmation or consecration affirmation service. And I okay. don't know what that noise is on the phone. I, I don't either. Anybody know what that is, Saints? See, if I start muting people, then I, I can tell. No, sir. <laughs> That's how you do it. Right. I press press a mute button, and if I don't hear it, then I know who it is. (laughs) But uh, um, 
Pastor Nickerson's wife, who was one of the speakers for the weekend, uh-huh. be consecrated uh, as a prophetess. Okay. And um, we're going to be uh, laying hands and etc. for various um, people, ministry gifts, you know, callings, you know, affirming. Uh-huh. Okay. Forth. And uh, you were on my mind the other day about really? about this about this service, and we can okay. talk about it. We could talk about it, but right now, not right now. <laughs> all right, all right. And that's October. That would be in October seventeenth. I think it's a Saturday. Okay, I will look forward to the discussion because we're we're going to have to make a trip down there. That we're just going to have to do that. And this would be a very good time, um, very good weekend to do so. But nevertheless, um, um, saints, um, I, um, uh, some of you have seen the website, and I was just saying that we're going to be using the website as a, uh, a focal point, uh, a command center, if you will, place of communication. Uh, uh, if you have blogs or whatever you want to put on the website, or your own website, you know, you're, you'll be welcome uh, to do so. Uh, there's a link here to the Bible College, and um, um, as I was saying, Amen. Before I finally turn in today my uh, final paper, and um, um, somebody even paid the rest of my tuition off today. So oh, well, praise the Lord. Uh, Florida, Amen. To amen. Obey, to obey the command of the Lord to um, get or finish a doctorate degree. Uh, Amen. In December, as I said, Saints, uh, before I said this more than one time, in December of 2013, uh, Elder Shank, you remember we had the Affirmation Consecration Service then. Yes. The night before that I had a dream. And in the dream, the Lord told me to get your doctorate degree and to start uh, this Ministry that is called the Round Table. He didn't say it by he didn't say it say it by name, but he told me mm-hmm. what it was like. And uh, the last uh, Thursday of August will be two years that we started, and uh, um, I thank God, Amen, for fulfilling, Amen, His uh, purpose. As a matter of fact, about three, amen. About, about two or three weeks ago. Um, you know, because you know, I, you know, everybody knows I, uh, um, I walked off the job in March, and uh, walked away from walked away from those regular paychecks. Mm-hmm. And I uh, was telling the Lord, I said, "Well, Lord, you told me to get this um, degree, so you're going to have to make a way to pay for it." And I can't remember Elder Shank. I said uh, I can't remember was it within 24, 48 hours. Somebody uh, said that they were going to do it. Hmm. I uh, that was a week or two ago, and uh, maybe two weeks, and then I just sent a reminder uh, this morning and um, to that person, and that person replied back and said it's done. So what I'm trying to say is uh, that you know when God um, gives a vision, when God gives you an assignment, he will, he's obligated to um, make sure 
Right. That every, everything you need will be provided. Right. I think I was even talking about this in class last night. That was a shank, Brenda. That uh, yeah. when uh, you have your own vision, you know, God doesn't have the obligation to support that. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. you know, when we were referring to the compound name of uh, our God, you know, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, or, you know, the Lord is provision. He's referring to, amen, provision for what he's, to, what, what he's <clears throat> commanded you, instructed you to do. Uh, and I think a lot of times people get in, uh, frustrated because they start out to do things and then they don't see the, um, you know, the Lord's blessing or support for it. And the question is, amen, you have to make sure that is something that God instructed you to do. For example, for example, um, Pastor Cheryl, how far away is Indianapolis from you? It is about an hour and a half. <clears throat> okay. Um, I remember back in um, um, the 80s, the uh, early 90s, the early 90s, the uh-huh. Pentecostal Assemblies of the World had a, uh, uh, a presiding bishop called Bishop Francis L. Smith. Uh-huh. If anybody remembers him. And Bishop, and I, at the time I was in the PAW, and uh, Bishop Smith was from here in Akron, Ohio. And and he also, had, in the 90s, was my instructor. He was my instructor at, at the Berean Bible College that he had started in Akron. And he was sharing about how um, he wanted to, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers this, in Indianapolis at the headquarters of the PAW, he wanted to make that the uh, uh, really the the national headquarters and kind of have, a, he bought land and was going to build a building on that land so they could have all mainly all the conventions in there right there in Indianapolis because it's like the um, mother city, if you will, of the PAW. And uh, he went on to tell us that he found out, amen, by the Lord, that some of the things that he had had the PAW to pay for, to begin to do, was from his own zeal and not by the instruction of the Lord. Wow. He said he was very zealous about it, you know, for, uh, you know, to do a zealous, you know, do a good work for the Lord. Oh. And uh, so they had to uh, kind of downsize. But one thing about Amen uh, Bishop Smith is, and I admired, I admired this of him back then, as a provi- provi- presiding bishop, he told the body. Uh, he was very transparent and told the body, amen, of his, he didn't use the word error, but, it, you know, it's, it, that's kind of what it was, but he had good intentions, but it was not God, it was him. And what happened, of course, was uh, that land, when before he acknowledged this, before he realized it, he wasn't getting the support. He wasn't getting the support from the uh, uh the PAW uh, body at large, you know, the Lord was not uh, um, blessing it as he thought 
God was going to do. So then he had to consult the Lord about it, and then the Lord let him know, some of this is you and some of this is me. And, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm paraphrasing now. And, of course, as I've said before, concerning him, concerning us, God's not obligated, amen, uh, to support what we try to build. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's good. That's good. I'm sorry, Apostle. I had you on mute for a minute. I'm I'm riding right. in a car, right. and I didn't want to pick up the other That's conversation. Right. Okay. And so... Um, you know, the Bible says, um, is it Matthew 16 or Matthew 18? Uh, 16, I think. Uh, Jesus says, you know, uh, you know, he was going to build a house. Uh, you know, God, you know, the Lord says, upon this rock, you know, I'll, I'll build my church. Mm-hmm. And anybody uh, in leadership and ministry uh, has to, uh, come to uh, grips at one point or another, you have to be careful to discern, to know those plans and things you implement in your ministry, which ones God told you to do, and which ones you are thinking to do. Um, one of the questions uh, that I pose a lot of times is uh, if you looked in your ministry, if you looked in your church, and God took away, uh, what if God took away everything he did not tell you to do? Hmm. I hope you all hear me. What if God Hmm. took away everything he did not tell you to do? What would remain? My God. Because... uh, the Lord says, I'll build my church, and, of course, he wants to build it through us, you know, and so we have to be very careful um, that we're not like um, uh, a David who who knows in his heart that it's only right for the ark to mm-hmm. be in its rightful place. Mm-hmm. And so he did not consult the Lord, if you will, and decided to go get the ark and bring it back on the ox cart. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea was right. Uh, his his heart was right, but his, yeah. method, but his method was wrong. Mm-hmm. He, was doing, he was doing something in a way that God didn't... God had already given instructions about how the ark was going to move. That's right. And, uh, of course, you know, they came to the bump and Uzzah died and you know then the lord then david is crying and seeking god and he realizes amen that um, the ark has to be carried upon the priest's shoulders and the reason why the ark has to be carried upon the priest's shoulders uh for and i'll say this for years when i used to preach this i used to say even the presence is coming back you know the is when the ark was coming back to jerusalem that his presence was coming back uh-huh. Years later, I realized, amen, it wasn't just the presence of God. More importantly, the government of God was coming back. Because the Bible says, you know, his government shall be upon his shoulders. And the ark had to be upon the shoulders of the priest. And so when God's government is put back in its rightful place, 
Then David has peace from his enemies, prosperity, favor, uh, unimaginable favors upon uh, the kingdom because mm-hmm. government is being put back in its rightful place. And since I'm talking about that, and I'm going to say this and let people say whatever they want, since I'm talking about that, that's the uh, spiritual movement, if you will, in the church now for God to put government back into its rightful place. And that's why there's such a uh, great um, teaching and awareness mm-hmm. of uh, the prophetic and the the office of the prophet and the office of the apostle being put back in uh, its rightful place in church so that God's government can be in its rightful place. Not that. I like that. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, now, yes, amen. Now, I heard somebody in the background <laughs> say something. I don't know what they said. Amen. And I was just agreeing. Oh, Pastor Toby. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Apostle. God bless you. So, one, so what, um, and of course we understand that um, every you know everything that's true and pure is always a per, uh, perverting spirit, a per, uh, uh, perversion of it by the enemy. And of course, you know in the Book of Revelations uh, and in the Scriptures it talks about false false prophets and false apostles. Right. The reason why we're in a season of hearing so much about apostles and prophets, prophets and apostles, is because God is putting his government back in its rightful place. Mm. Because when the government is put back in its rightful place, the church, the body of Christ, the the true body of Christ, will uh, function, operate, be in the earth in such a great spiritual capacity, amen, in preparation for this great harvest and revival that's coming. Hmm. Any questions? Wow. I didn't come to teach or talk. No, no but you're doing a good job. the website. Yeah, you're doing a good job. How's that going? Is that, did you finally get it, get it together? Are you still going at it, possible? What are you referring to now? The website. It, it's It's done. Um, before I go back and talk about that, any questions or comments on what I said about the uh, government coming back? Well, it, I guess that would, would, would. Yes, go ahead, uh, Pastor, I mean, uh, Prophetess. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just saying that uh, that was pretty powerful. Yes. Timely, too. It, uh, I got a good sense of what you said there, Apostle. Um, because I remember uh, the, and so, some time back when I was kind of a miss um, a miffed how bad that's a better word at the way things were going in the churches when I was in Kentucky, you know all of the the, the pulling here and the pulling there is that what you said in reference to the great falling away? Is what the reference to the great falling away? What you were just referring to, how you worded the government is being restored, the government is coming back, the restoration of the apostles and prophets um, was a was a sign of that. 
Well, is that also referring to that in, in, as a result of this spirit hitting church, that there will be a great falling away? Well, allow me to respond. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Am I in the same vein? Well, I was getting ready to, to respond to you. In Acts chapter 3, verse 21, I just turned there. In Acts 3:21, it says, uh, 3:20 and 21, And he shall send Jesus Christ, which was before, was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So it says, The Father is going to send Jesus, which was before preached unto you, whom the heaven... Now, let me say, let me say this. The heavens must receive or maintain, keep, keep. Jesus will stay in the heavens until the times of restitution of all things. So it's talking about even a time of restitution that we're in now. A time of re- it's a time of restoration. So what I'm referring to is the restoration of the of the government of God back in its rightful place. So that's why, amen, things are being restored. That's why gifts are being restored back into the uh, church and uh, people functioning in gifts and the fivefold ministry offices and whatever. At the same time, we're seeing a falling away in the oh. church at the oh. same time. Par- parallel, to the, parallel to the restoration is a falling away. Right. People not. And Parallel to all of that is the fact that we're seeing, amen, Babylon in the earth rising up. That's why you're seeing, amen, uh, the abortion, the same-sex marriage, and all this, these things. Uh, all these things were spoken and uh, told to us that they would come. So while we see the earth, while we see the world system becoming more evil, God is restoring the church back into his proper place because, amen, God's not going, excuse, excuse the expression, we win. <laughs> we're going to win, amen. We're going to prevail. We're going to be the light and the salt of the earth. You know, they're going to, as the world grows evil, and even though people in the so-called church uh, may fall away, God has a remnant church, a pure uh, people, Amen. He's going to use for what harvest and uh, revival and redemption and salvation. Wow. Amen. I tell you this. So that's Acts three twenty and twenty one. The Bible specifically says everybody people want people kind of want to know when Jesus comes back. Now I don't know when Jesus is coming back. I don't know when he's going to come back. I don't know no date or no time. The Bible says. You know, uh, it's not given to us at times and seasons, but it does say this, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things. So there must be some things, the Bible says in verse 21, there must be some things that have not been restored or uh, that were lost or uh, uh, that uh, his people need to uh, have a, a revelation of. And those things are going to be restored or restituted. What's the word? Re- I think we got some um, uh, degree people on the call. <laughs> Will, what's the word restoration mean? And you don't even have to have a degree to build this. Uh, what's the word back. restoration mean? Can somebody tell me? That put back. Sure. 
to restore. To restore. Yes. Uh, Root word, restore, yes. And so um, evidently the church started off with some things that were lost. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or have been hidden from the, because of... um, you know, a, a spirit of you know a darkness coming upon the church and the church going into religiosities and traditions of men, and now God is restoring those truths, those things back to the church. And as Scripture again says, that "Whom Jesus, whom the heaven must receive until the times of the restitution of all things, God." And the Bible even says, "Which God has spoken by the mouth of the holy prophets." In other words, he even gave insight, um, maybe dimly, the prophets didn't know, but things were prophesied that things would come to pass. Um, And that's why at Azusa Street there was a restoration of the uh, speaking in in tongues and interpretation of tongues. A hundred years ago, a little over 110 years ago or so, I guess it was 110 years ago. There was a restoration to the body of Christ to the church about gifts, about speaking in tongues, and then uh, there was a restitution or restoration of healing. Uh, we had healing evangelists, you know, those tent rev- meetings and so on and so forth. Wow. Uh, prophecy was restored. Uh, uh, various gifts of the spirit were restored to the body. And uh, he's doing the same thing with fivefold ministry gifts, the two that were lost, because there are still people that do not believe in end-time apostles. Uh-huh. And a lot of people don't believe in uh, the prophetic mantle and gifts. Right. They don't believe in that. God is restoring that back into the church. And so well, God, and go ahead. Which of those gifts hidden until the time of God's restoration? Uh, say that again. Were any of those gifts, apostles and prophets, hidden until the time of restoration? Well, let me say it like this: We know, we know, during Jesus, when Jesus ascended, we know that there were apostles. Uh-huh. Then a couple centuries later, there's no talk about them. Uh-huh. Because in the church, you know, you had a lot of issues going on. You had the Catholicism. You know, um, um, God yet had a people, but you didn't hear about apostles and whatever. Let me let me share let me share let me use an example uh, to kind of explain in summary of what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So, in the I grew up in a Baptist church, and in Warren, Ohio, Friendship Baptist Church, and I used to be in the choir, and they didn't let us. Um, they wouldn't let us clap or sway in the choir when we sang. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe in. They didn't believe in. Uh, they kind of made fun of the sanctified. They used to call them sanctified folks. Sanctified mm-hmm. yep. folks. Jesus speaking God. in tongues because they didn't believe in speaking in tongues. Yeah. They they didn't believe in that. They didn't believe in prophecy and whatever. Uh-uh. But did you know that the? Did you know that the? Um, the forerunners, the um, trailblazers of the Baptist movement were called uh-huh. Anna, Anabaptists, A-N-A-Baptists, Anabaptists. 
Yeah. AME. Yeah. No, not a, no, not AME. I'm not talking about the Methodist Church. Not AME. Okay. A N A Baptist. It's, it's one word. Uh-huh. And Baptist. Uh-huh. A couple of centuries ago, and those people, those people, uh, spake in tongues. Those people uh-huh. were filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. But by the time we get to the 20th, 21st century. They're not. Did you mm-hmm. hear what I said? Yes. The me- the, in the Methodist Church, the A&Es uh-huh. and the whatever other persuasion of Methodist Church, yeah. Uh-huh. In the Methodist Church, they didn't believe. They didn't believe in speaking in tongues. They didn't believe in baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the founders of the Methodist Church did. You sure did. I think they were. I think was it John Wesley? Wesley. Right. Yes. And um, um, Francis, Asbury. Francis Asbury. So the the, yes. the founders of the movement, mm-hmm. they believed in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Ghost, but when it uh-huh. comes to modern, what we call modern times, they don't believe in it. Hmm. So that's a Pastor Toby. That's a falling away. Yes, no doubt. Yeah, I agree. I, so what I'm saying, I just wondered. I was saying that as you were speaking, is this, you know, uh, like you said, juxtaposition. This is the this is the, the this is the genre, not genre, but the dispensation of time that these things would happen. There's so many more things that to happen before God is is uh, uh, said to spoken to come back. You know, a lot of you, I've been in church where they said he's already here. <laughs> we know that he's in us, but the way the way that the the uh, book of Revelation explains that he's going to be on coming in, it's not it's not the same. They like to say, "Oh, it's already this is it. There's nothing else is going to happen. You're not going to see anymore." Uh, so no, we this is this is great. This is. That was a great, good teaching. I think that's real good teaching. The explanation was very clear, kind of like I've never heard it before. So I, I, I really appreciate hearing that. I'm glad I was. I'm on the line. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make one last uh, comment. And uh, if God be my helper, when I get an opportunity, I want to come on the round table and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so, Pastor Nickerson, are you still there? Yes, yes, I am, Bishop. Yes, I okay, am. so I want to say this. I want to kind of whet everybody's appetite, if you will. I'm just going to put a couple of feelers out there. I want to come on the Apostles' Roundtable and talk about uh, dispensations versus covenants. Because mm-hmm. Pastor Toby made a comment about dispensations. Well, dispensation when I, when when I well from what I uh, led to believe and understand, uh, dispensation is referring to time, a period, time. That's a dispensation, and a, a volume of time, uh, a space of time. Uh, now, when they when you said covenant, we talking about it. That's a that that's two different. Uh, I don't see any relationship when, with the word and the meaning of the word anyway. Well, that's I, why I want to. That's why, and that's exactly why I want to come on roundtable and discuss them both. I want to talk about um, 
the biblical the biblical view of how God deals with men in time. And the question is, and here's the question: Is it in dispensations, dispensations, or is it in covenant? Or, or excuse the expression: Is it in covenants, plural? Covenants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that there you go. I, I I I'd like to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it it is the way that it's termed covenants. When you say covenants. That gave it uh, a little more levity with the word dispensation, because in God's own time, you know he he's 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 well okay anyway let's say the New Testament as opposed to the Old Testament, better covenants. You know the covenants are are, are renewed more or less, same covenant. I mean the promises of God are yes and amen, but. Uh, Dispensation is the passage of time, and the covenants fall according to the passage of time. The covenants are in revelation form and during the passion, the passing of time. Or did I say that correctly? Did I say during the uh, dispensation? So this dispensation, we're in this dispensation. You just made a point about the restoration. Government being government being restored in the church. Did I get is that clearly clear? Well, I understand, I understand what you're saying, but like I said, I'm not going. Oh, you're not going to comment back? Okay, I'm you're going to hear what we got. I'm not going to talk about. It uh, no, that's okay. No, I, that, you know, yeah, when you get used I to hearing, say, the, I would hearing the, uh, the voice. <laughs> I would just say that. I would just say this, saints. Yes. I want you, you know, if anybody if anybody is interested, uh, uh, just research uh, a book called Dispensational Truth by Larkin. By Larkin. It's called Dispensational Truth. See when it was written, and then go and research the Bible and see when it was written. And then let's come and talk about dispensations and covenants. Well, I didn't read the. Okay, you're going to speak about uh, that prophetess or pastor? Pastor Hickson? I I was just saying that that is an excellent book. It's been a while since I've gone over it, but that's, that's an excellent book. I think we all should review that. And, and like I like I said, I'm I'm saying I'm saying this. I'm just I'm just gonna say this, and, and then just kind of leave it alone. You don't have to you don't have to agree with me, but uh, I think Larkin uh, wrote that book in the 20s or something like that. You know, about a hundred years ago, about dispensational truth. And then when you read the Bible, it talks about God dealing with man during different periods of time. Concerning covenants, right, right. Although Larkin, you know, says you know, you know, you got the dispensation of grace and dispensation of innocence and dispensation of this, that, and the other. So I just like to um, uh, one of these days um, talk about both of them. Um, and really, what I'm kind of pointing at 
mm-hmm. is how does God deal with us? Does he deal with us in dispensations or does he deal with us in covenants? Well, the covenants are the promises or the the, the things set set in motion uh, in accordance with the dispensation. Uh, he told uh, Abraham one thing. He told uh, David one thing. He told, uh, uh, I believe, it was Solomon one thing. D- different covenants. Then, okay, when when we come up to the time of Jesus, he was the revelation of the of every he he put a, put a, a a covering over every one of them. I would believe he he was the result of all of the covenants. Jesus, and now dispensation would take what Jesus said, and as we know, his his blood never loses its power. That's dispensational. As it was in the beginning, now it so shall it be in the end. I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not trying to play with it, but it, it when when we talk dispensationally, we're talking the period of time that we're in in accordance with what God said in his word through his prophets, through his men and women of God about covenants. The covenant of Moses, he said that you would be what you you would be the father of many nations. Now, is that meaning the entire world? Or is he talking about the 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 nation of Israel? As a people, Amen. I hear, I hear, Pastor Toby. Yeah, so I, 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 it, it does. It's not. It's not, not. That's a very. Ooh, you can go a lot of places that I, I would believe that speaks when she gets. She's going to have something else to say because I, from what I just heard her, she's very well read. She's very oh, well read, well read woman, and I know she knows a couple of terminologies and things that were said at different times and other. And I look at it like this. I was once in the streets of New York City living a life of sin and shame. That dispensation is past. I'm in the in the promise portion of that of my life now. I'm receiving the promises of God in accordance with what the 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 covenant that were that was said before me that applied to my life as I go on. I mean, it's, a, it's it's on and on and on until Jesus shows up. Jesus comes back. Every covenant that 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 they said will be revealed because we we'll go we will meet him in the air. Quickly change to meet him in the air, and we'll live with him forever. Did I say anything wrong? No, I'm not here. I'm not here, sir. No, say, I'm. Did you say anything right or wrong? <laughs> okay, well then. I, all I, I, all I, I'm saying is. That uh, at some time at the Apostles' Roundtable, I'm going to be teaching on uh, uh, dispensations versus covenants as it pertains to the church. And I just shared, um, if you want to do research, uh, get Clarence Larkin on Dispensational Truth. Yes. Of your Bible. And there's another author, if you want to do some research on covenants, get a book, get books. On, by Kevin Connor, Kevin um, Connor, C O N N E R. There's a pat. There's a pastor. Uh, uh, pastor Nickerson, you still there? He, 
he I'm may, still here, baby. He may I'm be still muted. Here, so I'm I'm just saying that I'm it's time it's time for me to uh, kind of I think cut off the roundtable, but I'm just saying this in a, in a very <laughs> jovial uh, way, Pastor Hickson. Uh, I've been knowing Pastor uh, <laughs> Nickerson for many years before he pastored. And he would always come over to the house, and, you know, and look at the books and stuff like that. He might have one of them Kevin Connor books in his his house right now. Amen. So, what it was you know, but uh, I, I thank God for him. But I'm just trying to say, Saints, Kevin Connor, who is uh, apostolic. He's an apostolic, he's an apostolic um, uh, teacher, instructor, whatever. He wrote many books, and all of his books will bless you. It will be a great resource for your study, for your preaching, for your teaching. Kevin, I think, Jay Connor, um, and he talks uh, in in this conversation. He talks about covenants. And I've been to school, you know, t- talking about the difference between dispensations and covenants. And I won't get in there because I'm not here to teach about it tonight. But um, it will bless you. Kevin J. Connor. Um, and, of course, Clarence Larkin was not, he, he was not uh, one this man. <laughs> but he was, a good, he was a great teacher, great instructor. Yeah. Uh, and Pastor Toby, you're right. Dispensations, by definition, dispensations is dealing with a period of time. All, all I'm really saying, saints, for the sake of clarity before, I, before we release this call, is who is the source of teaching on dispensations and who is the source of teaching, of dealing with man on, by uh, covenants. That's all I'm talking about. All I'm, my discussion will be the source of the, dis, of the teaching. Who is the source? That's all I'm talking about. But you're right, sir. Dispensation has to do with a period of time. Uh, that's, that's, there's no doubt about that. All I'll be do, dealing with is who's the source of that teaching. My God. Even though, it's, even though it's been taught in the church for years, who's the source of that teaching? Hello, someone. <laughs> Don't let him get away. <laughs> So, so, um, and and right now, of course, you know, uh, we won't get into that. But we thank God even for you. Any questions or comments? Look at the website, equipping men, equipping men. Pastor Toby, can you write? Can you write this down? I got it. Go ahead. Equipping men, equipping m i n. Mhm. Dot org. Oh, that's how you got it. Dot org. Okay. Two P's, two P's in that, equippingmen.org. Gotcha. And just take a look, uh, view of the site. It'll be a source of, uh, a central source of location. Uh, Pastor uh, Hickson uh, would love to uh, talk to you concerning uh, October. Pastor Toby, October 17th, we're going to have uh, uh, a uh, consecration affirmation service. Um, kind of some of the ministries are coming together, and we're going to be preaching and laying hands and uh, concentrating people into various uh, places that got publicly doing it uh, to to 
to reveal to the public what God has already done to them privately. Oh, glory to God. October 17th in Cleveland? Yes, sir. Okay. Is it going to be at your church or a designated spot? It'll be another church. I don't have the address. We'll get the information out. It'll be on the website. Okay. I'm going to get on the website as soon as I get come from do finish doing what I'm doing, and I'm so going. As to... I go around, Brenda, do you have any questions or comments? Uh, no. <clears throat> I just like to know um, where you. How do you spell the covenant you were saying? C O V E N A N T. Oh, okay. Okay. And if you start if you start re- researching them. You'll see that there's a whole lot of them yeah. uh, as as the God uh, establishes with man all the way from uh, into in the garden on, even after uh, the church is um, raptured. Uh, and um, again, I said uh, Clarence Larkin and Kevin J. Connor. Um, Elder Shank, any questions or comments? No, I'm clear. Hallelujah. God bless After, you. Toby, any questions or comments? No, you said you ready to close on out. If I get started again, you're gonna be on for another <laughs> half hour. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you that that what you asked for, what you put in there. Now I'm gonna go on and and get on the website. I've been waiting for you to finish and uh so uh-huh. I can uh draw draw from it and uh see how you set how things are set up. Uh, again, uh, I, I, we welcome Pastor Cheryl to uh, EMFI. Uh, thank God for her, and I had a chance to meet her. And uh, we thank God even for what he's doing in your life. Any comments, uh, Pastor Cheryl? Oh, she's off. Okay, she went off already. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Nickerson, any comments, sir? If no, 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 sir, Pastor. Pastor Nicholas, can you release us in prayer? Sure, sure. Father, in Jesus' name, we we thank you. We bless your name because you're you're worthy of all praise and all glory and all honor. We appreciate you for um, the vision that you've given Apostle for this roundtable and so many other things that you've put in the spirit to be manifested during this time. And we pray in Jesus' name. Uh, that it will be a blessing to those who partake and that in the name of Jesus, your will would would be done. We thank you for everything that was said and that was done uh, in decency and in order and by revelation and by knowledge tonight. And my prayer in Jesus' name is that you would seal uh, the word, the seed that has been planted tonight in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for divine connections and we thank you for divine provision. We thank you for divine vision um, and provision for the vision that you that you give, God. And we, we give you thanks. We give you glory for all that you're doing um, in the earth through us. And we praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank amen. you all for your time on the roundtable. Uh, really appreciate it. Amen. And we pray that you have a great evening. Amen. God bless you. God bless. God bless. Amen. Amen. God bless. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.